0: The Pod Network Entertainment. Who's ready for story time? What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. Let me talk to you. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Run. Bang, the sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles.
1: Hey, hey, this is the Cosmic Cactus, Paul London.
2: Hello, my name is Ilya Dragunov the star the nxt champion and you're listening
3: to And you're listening to and you're, listening, and you're listening and you are listening and you're listening to the wrestling wrestling podcast the wrestling wrestling podcast the wrestling wrestling podcast the wrestling wrestling podcast to the wrestling wrestling podcast yeah You're listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. Romoran and Emil Nate checking in on our Picks of the Week special. And this is the episode you tune into if you want to know the best parts of last week in wrestling, kung wala kang bandwidth, manood ng mga weekly shows like we do, uh, because we are uh, sadistic that way. Uh, we're gonna distill things for you here in this episode. All right, a um, couple of things before we get to our picks. Uh, at first, the usual Royal Rumble viewing party. Tickets are s- uh, selling really fast, guys. So if uh-huh. you want to reserve your tickets, do it now at tinyurl.com slash rumble2024. Early bird rates are at 350 pesos. It's at Skinny Mike's BGC. Doors open at 8 a.m. on Sunday, January 28. Again, uh, we have less than 10 tickets left for the early bird. Uh seats. So please get your tickets now. Pero puede parinam walk in on the day itself. It'll be 450 pesos. Both tickets get you a free iced tea. All right. Uh we also have our patron community. Normally we spend about a minute talking about that stuff, but all we need you to know is that it's one of the best ways you can support the pod. And you can subscribe for as low as five dollars a month or about 250, 260 pesos a month over on patreon.com/slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Let's get some picks of the week, starting with Chino, who submits uh, this clip from TikTok uh, featuring an 80s wrestling category and Jeopardy. So, uh, a few weeks ago, Chino told us, uh, na love na love niya talaga yung Jeopardy. So, having Becky Lynch in Celebrity Jeopardy was something he really wanted to highlight. And, sabi niya, this category on 80s wrestling is even better than Becky Lynch's showing in Celebrity Jeopardy because it <laughs> is a great example of his two loves being put together. And he's hoping that it opens more doors for more wrestling trivia on the number one quiz show in the world. Well, I got news for you, Chino. Ro and I are about to take on the world of <laughs> wrestling trivia <laughs> on wrestling quiz night by the time you hear this.
2: Um, uh, tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow night at uh, Heckle Heck, <laughs> Heck and Jekyll Bar. Yeah. yeah.
3: Just like Leo Rush, we're coming to collect. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, there's not much to
2: say about this. It's it's fun because um, Ken Jennings, the host, is pretty game about this. Um, he even impersonates Macho Man, something that the late Alex Trebek uh, probably wouldn't do. Yeah. So okay, um, It's funny because I don't I mean, yeah I don't think we've seen uh, a category like this until we did uh, legit wrestling Jeopardy in our own quiz thing <laughs> So uh, it's it's fun. Um, it's one of those things that. Na- yeah, it's, you know, pop culture. So pop culture gets added in Jeopardy! And it's a fun watch for all wrestling and Jeopardy! fans. So Chino is a big Jeopardy! fan. So uh, this also isn't surprising as a pick for from him.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out, by the way, to that one guy who aced this category. Oh. Uh, you know, I-, I think his name is Andy. So he aced that category. I think he answered three out of the five there. So shout out to him.
3: <laughs> man of culture. True man yeah. of culture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, next up, Rowan picked this uh, YouTube video from WWE's YouTube channel. It's the Alpha Academy Royal Rumble sparring session. So, Sabini Rowan, it was an entertaining way to make wrestling educational, especially given uh, the upcoming Royal Rumble. So, uh, see, si Master Gable, binibigyan niya ng tutorial sina. Uh, Akira Tozawa and Maxine Dupree because not neither of them have competed in a Royal Rumble match. So Sila ni, ni Otis yung nagde demonstrate yung uh, strategies like staying low to the ground, how to hang on to your opponent's legs so that you stay low to the ground, even though you're not as uh as as girthy as Otis, skinning the cat, all of that stuff. So, you know, for Rowan, he loved uh learning about the rumble strategies this way. Uh say you know my commentary from an actual wrestler and uh, they'll give you examples like, yeah, staying away from the ropes, about Which, tayo, as wrestling fans, we na na, oh, But you're ropes, eh, you can't uh, uh, win the rumble if you're near the ropes and you get thrown over the top rope. So, all of these ways to survive the rumble, they went through it, which I personally enjoy. It's a nice watch. It's just eight minutes of your time. And uh, after seeing this skit and seeing their performances on Raw, Sabrina Rowan, it's time to put them back in the title picture, which it it's it's really easier said than done given that the tag team championships are still unified
2: uh no no i agree with all of that stuff i won't keep this long um ang gusto ko lang is that i mean what i wish is that they also show this on raw yung yung yeah. skip um, not necessarily the whole 8 minutes in one go but you, you can break it up Deba, uh and show it uh, for each in each hour dapat um kasi more people need to see this especially newer fans dapat um being on youtube makes it easy for You know for sharing to uh, non-hardcore wwe fans or wrestling fans so uh it's a good thing the power of social media the power of the internet so uh more content like this um especially when you only have so much uh, so many minutes to fill in a tv broadcast
1: this reminds me of an old clip i saw back in the day of uh, mr McMahon uh, training for the royal rumble where Siya ng mga chickens, so it's it has the same vibe. Na, it's kind of comedic, but I know it it, it makes sense because again they're training for the Royal Rumble, and I, I actually learned a lot of things from that video.
2: Like how to skin the cat. I know again.
1: You know, there, there are different strategies in the Royal Rumble match. You never realize how many strategies there there is for you. But what to was the most? Eliminate. What was the thing that you didn't know
2: before the gym?
1: Yung uh, naka- ground line. yung yung naka you're you're just grounded. That's it.
3: Iko ba kapit ka do sa legs ng
1: kalaban mo? The tire masagalong ka lang. ka You, know, and you know, So yun yung ano ba yung bagong knowledge ka, uh, after that so. Yeah, it's a fun video and this is something uh nxt really does well
3: and i wish the main roster would
1: also do more of these mm-hmm.
3: all right let's move on to a pick which came from last week's episode of monday night raw
2: yeah uh got to got to shout out got a shout out the boy uh from from India, from Punjab, Seth Rollins versus Jinder Mahal for the World Heavyweight Championship on the main event of last week's Raw. It's not all good because he to Seth. Nobody likes an actual injury unless for Bret Hart. Um, but uh, this was a really good comeback match for Jinder. Like, this is the first match that he's had in a while. And, um, he did well you know um he didn't put on you know a five-star classic if you were dave Meltzer or anything if you were a cage match user (laughs) uh (laughs) we still forgot to talk about that jesus christ uh but it was a pretty good showing i say sometimes all you need is to be there all you need to do is to you know perform the role that you were given know your role uh don't shut your mouth because you're a heel and it was good um obviously jinder has mga physical limitations i think um at this point even he would acknowledge that he's not the best wrestler out there but the thing that a lot of people don't really get to know uh, really get to realize about him is that he's super old school so um the reason why he doesn't do much out there is because he was trained to uh do the less is more thing so the less you do um the you know the less impressive stuff you do the more uh hated you are as a heel and i think he really gets that and a lot of people just wanted to do more i say that's the kind of wrestling they're used to now in the 2010s 2020s about so it's it's one of those things that you sometimes just can't teach to a more veteran wrestler but not everyone's going to be a john cena or an adam copeland who you know oftentimes um, want to do some new tricks just to prove that you know just for shits and giggles about um for his uh for his credit to his credit he Seth really designed a good match that was you know uh meant to maximize young drama it meant to make gender look as believable as he could um you know he is a former world champion after all, but not a lot of people want to buy into that. So, uh, Seth and whoever the agent was gave him opportunities like, you know, a, a clean ass kalas that uh, people legit thought was going to win him the match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that was in the interference from Uh Again, it's one of those things. Oh, we see the bloodline do that. So, yeah, Baha'i. <laughs> so, um, that was uh, the. The match was so close and the, the near fall was so believable that um Jinder almost winning with a clean finisher got people to get up off their feet and you know and uh almost think that Seth was losing it. And then Seth kicks out and then he does the stomp and it's all over. He is still the fighting champion after all. Um really good stuff. Uh people might not know this, but I feel like all wrestling schools should show this to the to the students to the newbies to my greenhorns because it's the it's a really good masterclass in making the most out of so little especially with an opponent that isn't as, you know, doesn't have as many strengths in the ring. I'm getting to the guy. I'm getting to the guy. The fact that they got a whole ass reaction—it's not just one of those things. Uh, they were no selling gender because he's gender. They, really, Seth, got a good. It's a solid match out of that guy, uh, which has happened before, but um, you just don't expect now after so many years from the from that particular WWE championship reign.
1: One moment I love from this match is when Gender uh, uh, hit the colossus, and the commentary uh, referenced, you know. Uh, when he like that's the same move that he used when he won the WWE Championship from 2017. So I thought that was a cool, cool uh, callback. And this match is textbook. Like sometimes, uh, in wrestling, you just do, you just need to keep it simple. These mm-hmm. two keep it, uh, kept it simple, and it worked. Like the crowd were, were rooting for Seth by the end of that match, and people reacted to gender. So it's the reaction. Uh, I think both wrestlers wanted and. You know, kudos to them for working that match really well. So
3: yeah, uh, Emil, you mentioned your commentary really putting over the Kalas and putting over genders championship run in the process, and I think that was the only.
0: Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
3: The way you could really go about it, that would uh, not make you seem like a joke. Because the criticism of Tony Khan ba, was that, who is si Jinder Why is he number one contender? And in packaging Jinder that way, not just in that match, but throughout the episode, the way they built him up over the last, over the last uh, seven days leading into that match showed that they treated the Jinder Mahal character, and in, ret- uh, in hindsight, his championship run, with the respect that it deserved. Granted, he wasn't uh, like highlighted as like a marquee name ba? in uh, six, seven years since he was WWE champion, but at least for a few days, we were reminded that this dude was the face of the company for a good six months, and that it's, it's not nothing. So that, that's a great way to elevate this guy. To, uh, to reestablish why it's important for him to be in this spot why it's important for this championship to be fought over uh even when this guy is involved and it's a great way to uh, do your best to silence your criticism uh that was yeah, uh, amplified by Tony Khan's um twitter meltdown uh the previous week
2: yeah that was like <laughs> that was like <laughs> the, the best the best way to be petty. Because uh, Triple H showed them, this is how you promote a match. This is how you promote a last-minute championship match. Which you never saw Tony Khan do for Hook. <laughs> and that didn't happen in Dynamite. So they put all their effort into building up the match. <laughs> and, and that's what made it legit. And Tony, you'll never see Tony Khan do that right now. Unless somebody else takes over for him and, and, and create creative.
3: Yeah, so uh, promoting is literally half the battle, and oh. you know this is something we want to remind you, mga younger listeners natin, or those who aren't as exposed to the inner workings of the business. Like the the name of the game really is promoting, aside from you know making oh, money. Oh yes, yes. All right, Emil, let's cross over to AEW for your pick.
1: Tadaman, uh, my pick again is the main event of Dynamite. It was uh, Samoa, Joe, Samoa Joe, versus Hulk for the AEW World Championship. This is Samoa Joe's first defense. Uh, of the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. And there was so much hype coming in. And it wasn't because of Samoa Joe or Hulk. It was uh, this match was boosted because of, uh, the, again, the Twitter ad, the TK had uh, a week before this match. And it somehow boosted it. Uh, also, the Picnic of the boost boosted So people were waiting to see how this match goes. Especially after the great outing that Seth and Jinder had. And I'm going to say that it lived up to all the hype. And like I mentioned already in the live stream, I saw this as a modern day take on the iconic Jeff Hardy versus Undertaker ladder match from 2002. Where, um, in that match Hardy was, was made. He was, he became a star and this, I see it in the same way that looked like a star by the end of this match. And Joe, um, was also reestablished as a monster champion, uh, in AW. So, um, that has been something uh, AEW has been sorely lacking since its its uh, inception, a monster world champion. So um both guys look really good after this match. And um I'm looking forward to Joe's ring, because it's so blank damming potential matchups there that, that, that will cook. And with Hook, the it's only gonna go up from here for Hook. And I wish DK would capitalize on that by having having longer matches for Hook, not just you know the one minute, two minute matches because I think the guy can at, at this point, I think the guy can go for longer than five minutes. I think this might be the week.
2: Yeah. Um I think in 2021 I I named either uh I named Hooked either rookie of the year or you know breakout wrestler for 2022. And this match reminded me of uh why I did that of why I chose him to for that award. Because I he showed everything that I saw in his first few matches now. you know confidence, you yung, 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 killer instinct, yeah, legit shoot ability. Uh he he's he's got it. And you know, a lot of people are gonna wonder who the fuck Hook is. Uh what what did he do or how legit Hook is to be in this spot. But he is legit. He he knows what he's doing in there. He's a real fighter, like his, like his daddy. So I like this a lot. Um, Tomojo acknowledged then, uh, recognized then how good Hook is, and what he could do, and he made sure to get you know let the boy get his shine in. And I really enjoy that. Uh, Again, we're gonna talk about this once more, but I I wish it was promoted better and not by way of a Twitter meltdown of you know social media controversies. Um, Some people really think that's the way to promote a match, but uh, it's. It's also doing the character a disservice because he already doesn't speak. So you have to find a way to legitimately build him up as the wrestling character in your particular universe. So, you know, the the wrestling is half the battle and it's really, really good. That's why I'm still a fan of AEW, but it could have been so much better. Uh, It's better. It's good for those who were interested enough to tune in. To the match, to the main event. But if you weren't, then you talo Yeah, uh,
3: I enjoyed it actually. Um, I didn't have a lot of expectations heading into this match because you know, i much hype other than the Twitter meltdown, right? Uh, but when I watched the match and I sat down and uh, just gave it my attention for like the next nine, ten minutes, it was great. I I really loved how Hook kicked out of the Muscle Buster at one. How uh, Hook really made Samoa Joe legit afraid that he was going to lose for like a split second. So there was that uh uh you know for for those of us especially mejo jaded na parang okay wala rose colored glasses towards what you watch in wrestling. Uh mejo na balik for me for like a good uh 3 to 5 seconds because of the way that these guys went at one another and I love the pace, I love the the speed at which they went at one another as well. So you know, it 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 really shows Yung depth ng pagkakaintindid ni jo ba? About the audience, about how to put this match together, how to work with someone like Hulk who is uh, so much smaller compared to his big girthy frame, diba? So yun really appreciate, uh, appreciated this pick. So thanks Emil for including this in our list. Alright, I'm going to wrap things up with my pick of the week, which is pretty deadly versus the return of British Strong Style on SmackDown. So on yesterday's Weekend Reactions episode, you already talked about Pete Dunne being back. So I'm going to keep this quick. I, I I just love that the Bruiserweight is back. They actually acknowledge him as the Bruiserweight ah uh, binalik nila yung weight niya na 205 pounds binalik nila yung from Birmingham England the entire presentation kulang na lang yung wolf na ano na parang overcoat niya when he yeah, makes yeah. sa entrance yun, yun lang yung kulang eh but everything else you can't complain Xplex back bitter end, back all the other uh, Pete done things that he used to do in NXT UK and later NXT it's all there ah uh, even yung ano ah uh, yung angas niya Na, Medron at this still when he had to be a brawling brute. It's all there, and I cannot complain at all. Uh, so give me more of this, and uh, I'm gonna join the chorus of people calling for the Raw and SmackDown tag team championships to be separated once again because I'd love to see British Strong Style to have a tag team championship pursuit at, uh, at least.
1: What I love about this is pretty deadly after the match uh you know, they "Sila, Oh, we prepared oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That was laughs> we're preparing for Butch. That Who is the <laughs> we, speed? We were preparing for we had the notes for Butch. I love that. And that's, again, <laughs> kudos to the Pretty Deadly for that. So I <laughs>
2: Yeah, I like that they did that because I was I was I was talking about it on Discord after I saw it. I was wondering how many people who are not NXT and NXT UK watchers are gonna wonder, <laughs> who the fuck is this guy? Like who the fuck is who who the fuck is Pete Dunn? We know Butch. Uh pretty deadly knows Butch. And I like that they nodded to uh the rebranding events. <laughs> uh Emila and I talked about the whole Pete Dunn thing on yesterday's episode, but it's one of those things that because Vince meddled with the formula, me kaguluha mangyayari. And I hope that they address it properly as well. Uh, I hope that there is um some acknowledgement, nah, you know, why did I change into this? Or, you know, I, I kind of want them to vent the frustration and, you know, talk about how it was different being Butch. But right? um I want them like I don't know because I mean I may bias in a against you know the Vince Isms in creative, but I want them to talk about why th- this was changed unnecessarily, especially for uh, the people who got hip to butch and not Pete Tun.
3: Ito, uh, see Piper Niven is the other example I can uh, think of when she uh, rebranded back to being Piper Niven she went through like a week or two on screen diba, na parang nina, Do drop is, is gone or whatever yeah. and then ula, the longer that she kept appearing as Piper Niven I guess everyone else just got conditioned that yeah. oh she's Piper Niven diba? Yeah. I think this, the same thing is likely to happen to Pete Dunn if we don't get what you, you manifested just a few moments ago
2: yeah no I, I mean them, uh, people will just accepted for what it is but I think we've had too much of you know things not being explained mm. uh, can, can we just you know start explaining things first because uh, it, it's it's going to lead to people wondering about
1: LA night news max Dupree. yeah la night this the next week well,
2: but but oh, i think they told that story yeah they 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 told that story they they legit told that story of you know max Friends of Massey
3: and manswag getting
2: getting dumped on he Acknowledge na hindi siya eh, Hindi hindi siya si Max Dupree, yeah. So at least mayon. Pero this this one uh, it's it's a little ano kasi they teased it and then all of a sudden uh, without much without too much fanfare he's Pete Dunne again. Mm. Walasyang big dramatic showing of I'm going to ditch the the old gimmick and go back to my older gimmick.
3: But I know it'll be too similar to Corbin, but like he threw away all of his clothes and paraphernalia from all his all his other gimmicks. Like if we saw Pete Dunn throwing you sando and the suspenders and the newsboy hat okay
2: lang. <laughs> <Okay lang. laughs> I mean this happens so much that you know people just wanna know uh parang they want a clear delineation of you know when the when the the old character you know becomes a new character.
3: Where the where this one ends and this one begins. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly yes, oh, yes. Yeah. precisely. Yeah, yeah. uh, shout out to those who get that lonely island reference. Because
2: <laughs> again, otherwise you'll so it's be, it's gonna be like the it's it's gonna be like pretty deadly. Asking who is this? Have we not prepared oh. for
3: this? <laughs> yeah, as, as stupid as it sounds. <laughs> All right, uh, that's gonna do it for our picks of the week. Really fun list of things that we were able to curate for this episode. If you want to add yours to the conversation or just uh, chime in to whatever it is that we talked about, you know where to find us. It is at Wrestling Two X Pod on TikTok and on Twitter, and individually it is at Roiswar at EML underscore Meister at Chino Supersized at Monday Night Rowan and at underscore Stan C. We will catch you on Thursday. That's tomorrow. 7pm for our live stream On the Facebook page And on the YouTube channel You know where to find us We will see you there And uh, we gotta say Thank you as well To Babyface producer Jasper And the rest of the pod network For all of the good work That they do behind the scenes On behalf of Romoran And Emil Nate My name is Stan C Ending this episode Of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Stay safe Stay healthy And don't be a dick Later weirdos Peace